Hi guys, welcome to our first ever episode. We are the Hentos. So I'm today here with our basically our co-host or my special friend. I'm Adam. <laughs> Very great introduction. <laughs> yeah. So Adam and I have been friends for basically a year and so and Tentos is basically something we plan to see if we can basically learn about what is happening right now and to be honest there's a lot of things happening right now that need further discussion and clarification you know uh, sometimes we're we don't know what's going on especially on Twitter there's so many things going on happening on Twitter right now exactly man so rather than being in the blue or basically not knowing, knowing anything we pick apart these certain topics to find out like what is actually happening and what is right from wrong and sometimes you know these things can have a middle ground there's right and there's wrong and it's only up to you to decide like if it's really wrong or is it really right we're not going to try to give you guys uh, our mentality we're not going to force our mentality onto you guys we just want to have a good discussion and make everyone's brains work on the way to work or in class or after class so today's topic what is today's topic adam so today's topic that we're going to talk about that most of us are going to face or we are facing that problem right it is unemployment of fresh graduate like most of us are fresh graduates and some of us are still studying but yeah, in the future, degree doesn't promise you a job nowadays. So there's a lot of fresh graduates that are trying to find jobs. It would take them months. Like Mayil just told me his friend. Yeah, one of my friends. So basically, he she uh, has been struggling to get a job ever since she finished about late last year around December. And she has been looking for a job every single day basically until now. And thankfully, she got a job interview just now. So hopefully that goes well for her. Well, you know who you are if you're listening to this. <laughs> and then, like, as you can see, 20 to 30 years ago, degree would promise you a job. While now, degree can't even promise you a decent job, actually. Yeah. yeah like, you, like, before this, you can get high-paying jobs. Well, in that day and age, that is considered pretty high and pay, high pay, basically. Yeah. Now, with times have changed and also um, the cost of living has gone up, like, real, real bad. Not really bad, it's in really high it's going to cause us to struggle more especially the fresh graduates and you can imagine in 10 10 20 years time it's going to increase a lot more you know so this is something that we should discuss about and um, it's a topic that everyone has been thinking especially those who just finish graduating basically yeah. so i am taking inter- interpersonal communication in Mascom in UITM Shalom and to be honest I'm pretty afraid of myself like what am I going to do when I get out what, what kind of jobs are there for me to be able to grab most importantly are there jobs for you yeah that's most important like Okay, let's talk about the myths that people often think about when they think about jobs and like future jobs. So the first myth myth that we come across is are foreigners, foreign workers coming into Malaysia stealing our jobs for fresh graduates? Well, not to mention only gra- fresh graduates, but as well as other workers as well. So like, do you think this is true, Bob? Uh, I mean, Adam, mm. sorry. <laughs> For that point, for that myth, I don't think it's true because like they come here to Malaysia and they work as the people who go for work like low-incomers. Like they go work as 
as a sales assistant in in like grocery shop grocery stores they work as a contractor or like some, the build, the builders and they work as a maid where they only get between few hundreds and if they are lucky they get around a thousand to a thousand five maybe yeah so that that's actually a myth like if you think that foreign workers are actually stealing our jobs it's a big no because as you can see most of the time they concentrate on trying to hire locals more well um, since our government has given us subsidies for our education to produce more quality uh, fresh grads that you know it's not true actually there are companies looking for local workers that you can see like youngsters or fresh graduates they are like blaming the foreigners right yes so don't you think that they are the fresh graduates are the one who is picky about their jobs Yes, the foreigners get gets the work, but you need to know. But some of the foreigners they graduate as a doctor or as, a, as an engineer, and they only come to Malaysia just to work as a maid or something, just to find money to send back home. They are not taking our job. Well, we Malaysians we are being too picky. We are choosing our jobs. Well, they are not being choosy. They are trying to survive. That's that's the thing. So that's basically the next myth. Like um, people always contemplate like for the companies they blame us for saying that we are too picky but for us we are blaming the companies for not giving us uh, opportunities in work so like Bob mentioned just now uh, he said that we are being too picky I get it in a sense that you might say that we are too picky but this day and age uh, with high cost of living we are forced to actually be picky in a sense of salaries as well as job opportunities we can't always go towards low income jobs and which have really low rate of climbing up to the top yeah. so like um, it's kind of uh, demeaning to us because the old oldies if you can say the boomers they often tell us like school for it just take the low income jobs and climb and they count that as adaptability but we spent our years our youth you know like for how many how many years have you been in uh, college Bob like I have been taking my diploma for the past three years exactly and you have another how many more years for degree I have around, I would say, for degree, if I start soon, three years. Basically, we waste, not we, we won't call it a waste, but six years of our youth, from 18 up to 25 to 23, just to take a degree and just to get a measly, low-paying job. Wouldn't that seem like a waste of a degree for you? Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, if when I talk about we study hard, we study everything. We study, yes, we, we take around six or seven years just to get our degree, diploma and degree. But you need to think about when, like, the company, the companies, they have one problem. We have problems with them. They have problems where if they want to take us, could they afford to pay us at what we want? Because youngsters nowadays, they are asking for a solid of 3.5 to 5,000 ringgit a month where Bank Negara has said that monthly expenses for people to live in Malaysia is around 2.7k which is... 2.7k really? Is that low? Well, it sounds decent. It sounds decent, very decent and as you can see, people are saying that the companies are not paying enough but you need to know the average salary of a fresh graduate mm-hmm. is around 2.6 based on a statistic by Job Street. Oh, okay. Well, that's new. I didn't know that Job Street did this kind of statistics, but 2.7, 2.6 is almost enough to already live in, well, have a normal, not 
fully comfortable, but you can survive in this day and age. Especially like, like most of us are still sitting under our family's yeah. houses. Still eating mummy's food, <laughs> everything. That is what we enjoy, man. We wouldn't mommy's give up for the food, world. Sleeping in mummy's house, everything lah. <laughs> so, well, 2.6 is really actually quite decent uh, actually. A decent amount because basically in Kuala Lumpur, most of parents will give their kids cars. So, wonderful. You, do, you don't need to pay for cars. And another thing, fresh graduate will think that, okay, when I get a degree, first thing I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a house. First thing I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a car. Another thing I'm going to buy is like, I'm going to go traveling around the world. That's not it. Because you cannot expect to do all those things when you got only like 2.6 thousand. Well, you see people out there who are like, who are working their ass off at a young age, even though like they are studying, but they already started their own business or anything. That's why they can do that. While you, you are studying full-time. You are basically living on your mom's money, your dad's money. So basically, you are fed all the way throughout your studying life. So you cannot go out there trying to live how just like you live with your parents' salary, which is most parents' salary would reach like 20,000 or maybe 30 or maybe more, maybe hundreds of thousand, right? It depends on your family, basically. Yeah, depends on your family. You cannot expect that. Basically, if you you're, you are a fresh graduate, you need to live a life as how a fresh graduate is, yeah. which is start low. Rent, if you want to live on your own, rent a house, don't buy a house yet. Maybe okay. get as well, like, uh, housemates as well. Yeah. It helps a lot if you have a housemate these days. Yeah, share share the money to pay the rent. Share the rent, the money to pay for everything. Okay, you got a, you got a car that your parents gave you. Don't matter how ugly it is, how how terrible it is. Use it. Yes. Don't go and think about like, okay, I get the salary, 2.6 a month, I can pay the car for 300 bucks. But you need to know there's a lot of more things that you need to pay. It's pretty, pretty end if you take. Yeah. PTPN is actually quite hefty now and seeing how now they, they change a lot of their policies and things like that, you have to be aware, constantly be aware because you might have to pay a lot more than you expect to, to, to pay at first. Yeah. Yeah. So... Like, this is one of our problems as well, I guess. It's one of the myths that we are too picky. Yes, we are too picky in a sense, but in a different sense, we have to be picky, correct? And also, like, the other myth, that companies are not providing enough jobs for us. In in one sense, it's true, because as you can see, like, so many, so many old boomers or old people that you can call... Uh, are holding on to jobs for their dear life. Like, they don't want to let it go. The only and, time they're going to retire is when they die. <laughs> exactly. And here in Malaysia, what, uh, Adam, can you clear things up? Like, when is, like, what is their, our minimum requirement for uh, retirement? The retirement age in Malaysia is 60. 60. It was 55, but it was, it got changed. It was changed to 60 a few years back. And then, as you can see, the whole world statistic that other countries in the whole world, retirement age is between 60 to 67. Mm-hmm. That's like, pretty, pretty big, actually. Yeah, because like if you retire at 60 or like older than that, 65 or 67, take the maximum of 67 in the world, right? You need to think, that place is not vacant. How are the youngsters going to come in more when you keep the oldies? If you not kick them out, if you put the retirement age earlier, there will be much more open jobs for the fresh graduates. Where I know that the oldies, I'm sorry, the oldies, oldies, <laughs> the oldies, they don't want to give their jobs up because first point, they will say that 
we cannot trust the youngsters. The youngsters cannot do anything. They have no experience. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's all these mentality, man. Like, but you need to think if you if they don't have the experience and they don't have they don't know what to do. How are they going to learn if you don't give them the job? Sure. Like um, that's how all this mentality is. Like they get mad at you, but they don't teach you. So this is one of the problems. Like somewhere I read, uh, we're talking about um age requirement for retirement. So I read somewhere in South Korea, basically, uh, they have a minimum of 60 years of age. They have a mandatory. So that means when they reach that age, they actually have to give up and retire. So the mandatory is 60 to 65 around there. But in their culture, and this is not part of the law, their culture is the maximum amount, uh, the maximum age is 55 actually. So companies have started telling uh, workers to retire at an age of 55 and apparently it's good in a sense because it, open, it opens up a lot more for the youngsters these days and that is what we need. So companies have always tried to hold on to experienced workers because it benefits them the most. So it's kind of demeaning to us and we constantly think like, we need work, but we need experience for work. But then for experience, we need to work. How are we going to balance that out? And most companies don't really cater for fresh grad, fresh, fresh graduates to teach them. And it's only for the little companies that are willing to take these fresh graduates and basically teach them the ropes, which is kind of sad because once you become someone who is uh, an, an, an asset, bigger companies will come after you. And what happens to these old small companies? They don't get recognition for actually building mm-hmm. these kids up. Kind of sad. Yeah. So, um, in a sense, we, we both have to actually keep our eyes peeled for these um, job opportunities. And the government actually has to get take action. You know, maybe lower back down the uh, retirement age. Shouldn't you think that? Because I saw... I've been reading a lot of statements where people want to abolish this mandatory um, retirement age. That's not good. <laughs> it's very not no good. good. No good, no <laughs> So, it's kind of, when you read that, you feel like, why would they want to let us, fresh graduates, be unemployed even longer? And then call us useless and things like that, just because we can't secure a good job. If they want to abolish that requirement of retirement age, you need to think that, if there is that thing, most people will work till they die. And then do the fresh graduate need to wait for people to die and then to just to work? That's not a that's not a thing lah because like you can see that when people get thing older they'll be getting tired, much more tired. So their workload is like product of working is not as good as they were when they were younger. Well, if like if at the age of fifty five or at the age of fifty they started to teach young young fresh graduate what they have learned the past years what have they done what everything they will have the same product as they produce which is it will be ongoing it will not be just stop with you and you might never know it might be better it actually would be better because what we learn now is uh we are in the 21st century a lot of technologies and we have adapted to technology see everybody can't live it's not that we can't live without our, our smartphones but it's a way of us learning things and making things better and hopefully as soon as um these job opportunities are given to us we do we can't delay that we can't we can't just like take it in as a uh, someone spoon feathers so 
like I don't do you know like how are we going to secure these jobs these days like how are we going to make ourselves be better and um be I mean be relevant for be the relevant job. for the job it is like if you want to be relevant there's a few tips that might help lah because me and Maya, we don't have any experience, but we read a lot on Twitter or in me- like in social media. So, like, first thing, improve your communication skills. When you improve your communication skills, people will start knowing you. When people start to know you, if they have any vacancy at their company or at their friend's company or, like, the company that they are working in, for surely, they will hit you up to give you the job. Yeah. Um, so, like, these skills, uh, you should always realize, like, at this point, you're pretty tired of listening to lecturers saying, like, you need this skill, you need this skill, you need this skill. But actually, most of us aren't really taking it in, if mm. you realize. Like, that skill is actually what you are required to have to get in the job. But don't only concentrate on that certain skill. Like, now, like I said, um, the oldies decide, depend and they measure you through your adaptability. If you can adapt, you can learn new skills, you can be better than them. That means you put yourself as a higher asset than them. So getting that job will be far easier. Or um, you'll stand a higher chance among other fresh graduates, basically, or all these that are trying to look for new jobs. Yeah. So, and what kind of skills do you think that is required, man? Like number one, communication skills. The second thing to to get that communi- communication skills, you would need to improve your English language because English is a language where people around the world use. Where, like, if you work, for example, you work for aviation companies, you need to handle people from other countries. You work for banks, like, banks, you still need to handle people from other countries because, like, the foreigners come to our country, they will need a bank account just to keep their money. And while there is our people in our country that is working out of Malaysia, where need the same bank just because they want to use the Malaysian bank. So to to have that, you need to communicate with people outside of Malaysia, which is with one language. Because like, for example, you go to Thailand, you don't understand that Thailand language. Of course, you're going to use English. Like you go to Germany, you're not going to understand what they say. Of course, you're going to use English. So my main point is improve your English skills. Improve your English language. That's going to help you like rise up like <laughs> damn highway. Yeah, like... Oh. For, for a clearer example, you don't have to go far into a business or whatever. You go to Thailand, you find something you want at a market. You don't go, berapa, berapa. You go, how much? How much? Exactly. Anywhere, basically. Korea, how much? Everybody knows what how much is. If you go to Korea, you ask, berapa? Do you think they know? That's no. the only word, like, I think uh, the whole world will understand how much. Yeah. Because, like, even though, like, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Bangkok, even though they don't know anything in English... If I ask how much, they will bring out the calculator and start pressing numbers. And I don't know whether it's a lie or it's true, but they will be pressing numbers. <laughs> well, see, it's like even though you know little, little words or they know little, little words, with those little words, you can communicate a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, I get it, like, some people are like, Martabatkan Bahasa Melayu, Jaga Identity Bahasa Malaysia, and... Uh, as Malaysians, we have to be proud of our national language. I mean, we are proud of our national language. You see, every day, everybody will be using, no matter what, um, no matter what language, no matter what race, everybody uses Bahasa Malaysia. Somehow, Bahasa Malaysia will still be used in Malaysia, even though like 
how masalit look you are <laughs> you will still use bahasa melayu because like you want to go to mama do you order in english of course you order in bahasa melayu you channel satu channel satu you be like ane tertarik satu kalau you go to malaysia was like gerai gerai and everything like you don't go that ko ah please have a plate of nasi please you want to nasi lemak satu kan yang satu you be so That's not a point like like my said just now people will be going like motobat kan bahasa Melayu but bahasa Melayu other countries doesn't understand our language only we in our country even Singaporeans we have like Singaporeans like not all of them understand the language so, not understand not everyone understand Malay and I know Malay is an easy language to study right but you need to study something you need time in yeah exactly so um let's move on to the next point actually so we What the the first point was just literally we have to brush up on these skills, the soft skills, communication, English speaking, as well as um understanding, sympathy, and all of that basically, and that is viewed as a massive asset. So next is like we have okay often in uh our free time as students in our um semester breaks we don't do anything. We sit at home, complain about life. Why don't watch Netflix all day? <laughs> why Why don't um us as the uh, graduate future graduates take up an internship? Yes, internship doesn't pay as much as you going for a retail part time job, but these are the skills that actually matter to what you want to go for. Okay, like if it's hard for you to get the internship because it's not easy to get internship nowadays, right? Because like most companies they are too busy with the pandemic that we are facing right now. Yeah. So why don't you go job? Like you just go out there and find a job because like when you get a job, for example, you get a job as a as a sales assistant for a retail shop. You need to handle customers where you will improve your communication skill. At the same time, you will improve your English because in Malaysia there are customers who are Malays, who are Indians, and who are Chinese. Yes. So. Not all Chinese understand Malay like how Malay understand, and not all Indians understand how macam like we can see that Indians understand more than Chinese, but not everyone lah. Basically, there is some language barriers. Mm-hmm. So go out there while you handling the customer. There's gonna be a point where you improve your communication skills. Another one, you improve your English. These two things, when you improve these two things. It's gonna be a lot of benefits to you when you want to find a job in the future when you graduate. You're there rather than you sitting at home watching Netflix, what doing things that you shouldn't do. Let's mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go into that. <laughs> Just go out there, find a job. Yeah, like okay, um, better internship. Maybe internships these days don't really pay much, and they don't give you much things to do. You basically sit and wiggle your toes in office, but. This is when you ask questions. You tell them like, "Oh, I am in internship. I want to look for an internship to build up myself for the future." And imagine if you do that internship in that place, and they see you as an asset as soon as you finish your internship. Yeah, a job waiting for you right okay. there because they know right. See, because you have spent so long or so many time in uh that specific company as an intern to show them that you are worth it for them to hire, they will hire you. I've seen so many like it happened before. They get people and well in Malay we call it titrak masuk and in English I can we we can say like they get hired. They don't even have to wait and because of that another reason why they hire you it's because you have already developed a good relationship with your coworkers and. Yeah. 
that internship takes no matter how old or how young they are like, you, that is important like talking about common, like going for intern right most students will be like why oh, they want to go intern intern doesn't get any money any good money how I go shopping then they one thing about internship you go there to learn do you do you go to school to learn expect teacher to give you money? No, right? <laughs> no, you go to university and that's why university is to give you money. It's well, like internship is where people who are already working, who have experience are teaching you how to adapt to the working life. So when you learn from them, when you like when you finish your internship and ready to get a real job with a good amount of salary, people will take you because... People will think, oh, this guy have, have went for an internship at this one company. Oh, yo, he got experience. Ah, that guy got no experience. We take that guy. Of yeah. course, of course, the employer will think like that. It's these days where experience matters. No matter how little or... It doesn't... I'm not saying that where you take intern doesn't matter. But actually, it matters a lot. Uh, in a sense of if you have um, certain skills in different areas. And that internship has polished you up in that certain areas. Different different places actually take you you know and this is what brightens up your resume other than your grades yes grades is important but now these days it's all soft skills it's all communication it's all mm-hmm. basically all of that and but during some grades there's a lot of jobs that you can get like you want you want to say that everything like have you want to work for something like that has something that can be match up together with your what you're studying it's like you can get an internship anywhere if you're a mascom student like us you can get anywhere just to improve your communication because mascom is basically communication like uh if you're like if you're working engineering part you'll be working about you you will be like working in like with the big big stuff with this mm-hmm. the, the machinery the machineries as well and all like go go and go for the like the small the small bankel or mechanic like that to learn from them where like they will they will not pay you that much but they will teach you how when you go and learn from them it will help you in your Resume lah. Yeah, that's actually very true. And uh, because engineering is very broad and wide, especially um, I used to take mechanical engineering diploma. So uh, actually, there is a lot of things that is correlating with that bankier. You know, that mechanics actually have more um, experience and more information stored in their brains compared to. Well, fresh graduates going into who have no experience who just learn their thing in the classroom. So learning from these people or going into ships or whatever is actually very super beneficial. So um, like, that's one. You of, need to remember one thing: pa- only papers wouldn't bring you anywhere. You need papers and experience. That A that you have uh, straight A is that floor flats can only take you so far, and that is slowly becoming true throw that mentality out because that's the oldies mentalities grades take you places no it's not and it's not only that yes it's more than that it's way above than that i remember my dad telling me the story where this guy um he wanted a job interview as a mechanical engineer at his um at his workplace the guy came his english was so it wasn't so bad it was broken english but because he showed enthusiasm and he showed his um, communication skill being confident in what he's saying knowing what he's saying and also uh maintaining a good body posture and everything you know he has those soft skills that is required for that they hired him compared to another person that came in 
who was all smug and thinks he knows the best, but in the end fails the interview because he thinks that because his grades are good, he's going to get accepted. Yeah. If you work part-time, it's also beneficial. Like some, some oldies or some parents going to tell you that, what for you go work at that shop? No, no benefit for you. Those are lies. Well, if you work, there are something that is going to improve you. You're going to know something. Even though those little things, you are learning something. Yeah. So, basically, just to wrap things up, one of the tips, basically, these two tips are just mainly the major tips. There's a lot more tips out there that you can look for. But these two tips help you get an edge out of everybody and the competition that is bound to happen because day by day, year by year, graduates increase and job scopes and job opportunities is going to get really, really slim. So to grab these jobs, use these tips. Remember that there is more to life than grades. And also, get out of your bedroom, please. Get out of your cave. Get out of your man cave. <laughs> Go out there, find a job. So, these are, these are the things that we have to acknowledge about um, unemployment in fresh graduates. That why and the myths and how are we going to get these uh, get off our feet and get into jobs that we want or we need in and in what we study. So uh, that is all basically for us. And we would like to thank you guys for listening to us. For today, babble, get angry. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize a bit. Okay, there, there is a little bit of cursing there. We'll try to, we'll try to it improve on yeah. the next episode. So if you guys have any feedback for us and help us to improve and make you inc- feel included in our conversation, in our podcast, uh, feel free to do so. Um, just send us an email or tweet at us or oh, just DM us on Instagram yeah. at it's Adamdo. <laughs> that is his personal Instagram at Muhammad Ismail underscore. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so that is it for our first episode of Tea and Toast, Adam. So how do you feel today? I feel good. <laughs> so hopefully this can help you guys um, in the near future. Not and only help, but open your eyes a bit. Yes. We, we certainly have our eyes open. Well, not fully. Well, there's still a lot of things we have to learn. But we do hope that it helps you to be a better person and live life as a human being. Yeah. So, thank you again, Adam. Anything to the last yeah, words? Nothing much. Thank you for... Thank you for hearing us. We know we are... We are, we are just a bunch of dudes are starting. Yeah. But do support us. Listen to our podcast. Wait for our next episode soon. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. And stay tuned, man. There's a lot more coming through. (laughs) So, So, that's all. Thanks. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye.